All right. What's up, my little strawberries? Welcome back to Comedy Chow. It's Mario Pisano. It's Natalie G. Hi, everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? Happy, uh, happy summer. Yeah. You know, spring has sprung and now it's summertime. Yeah. It's hot out. You know, it's hot out there, boy. Mm-hmm. Listen, New York, I don't know what it is, but it goes from 14 degrees to 4,000 degrees immediately. Yeah, it's like the next day it jumps up and then suddenly it feels like it felt like August yesterday. It's yeah. like August, Florida weather. You know it's summertime when there's a waft of urine in the air. Love it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like our groundhog. Yeah, that's the essence of New York City. Yeah, that's yeah. Really yeah. The second is. you see a homeless guy without a shirt on, that's how I actually check the temperature. Yeah. I open the window and crazy Steve doesn't have a shirt on. Right. I'm like, yeah, it's about 75 with a maybe no showers today. <laughs> yeah, if you smell, if you get smacked in the face with shit, like the smell of it, summer's here. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that's actually, that happens on the subway all the time. Just getting or smacked in the face with shit. smacked in the face with shit, yeah. You know yeah. that happened to a lady, like, a few months ago? Only, yeah, I think I read about that. Yeah, some dude just walked past the lady. It was so, like, she's just waiting for the train, and he put a bag of shit in her face. Yeah. Um, the subway, if you've been riding the subway lately, you know, and if not that's probably good to avoid it as much as you can it got crazy this year like it's been really wild we've had some really crazy shit happen and literally and figuratively um so i'm on alert when i'm on the subway all the time for literally anything i'm like there could be human shit like flying in the air i could get robbed like anything in between that could happen it's possible yeah it's mad max in the subway yeah yeah it feels a little like that yeah. Like I remember, like obviously I drive a lot now, but yeah. when I used to take the train like all the time, because that was my only way of tra- you know, transportation, I just remember like packed rush hour trains and I'd be standing right at the lot because there's so many people on the platform ready to go to work, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. running five minutes late. Oh, you're yeah. always running five minutes late in New York. No matter okay? what. And you're standing there on the line, and this is how you know how crazy New York is. In my mind, I always imagine like Yo, what if I push this person in the tracks right oh now? Oh my god! But I then know. there's always the thought of what if somebody pushes me in the tracks right now? You know. So I think there's this like weird, you know, tug of war happening of morality when you're on the train. Well, because you feel like you want to make sure you're on alert, and you just don't know what you're gonna have to do. You know, if I have to defend myself, and that means pushing somebody on the train tracks, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you want know? you want to you wanna know what's a little what's a little trick. If if you're on a packed like platform waiting for the train, stand next to the beam and yeah. put your shoulder behind the beam. Yeah. So yeah. God forbid if anything happens, you can grab that beam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little this little pro tip if you're not from there New York go. and you're gonna come yeah. visit. Yeah, I'm always back to the beams or something because I just I literally you it's yeah you don't want to get caught off guard. Um, I did read a few like months ago a guy like two guys did get into a fight on the subway platform and one of them did end up pushing the other onto the tracks but like there was no train coming at the time and I guess they like resolved it quick enough that like he pulled them back out and they're good so everything's like it was really it it was funny in the sense of like. (laughs) That's how New Yorkers solve shit is like, I'm going to push you on the train tracks until you learn your lesson. Oh, you learned it? Okay, come back. Yeah, be like, I'm willing to kill you. Exactly. In 11 minutes when the A train comes. Seriously. All right? It's a slow death. Yeah, I saw that video too. It was funny because they fought and then they were just like, oh, this got too serious. All right, get back on the platform. Yeah. (laughs) He like literally helped him and he was like, all right, I think we should just. Yeah, let's just talk it out. Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. I'm not going to. It's not going to be fun this summer. Um, especially, I mean, subway in the summer always sucks, but I think this year is going to be especially nuts. Um, but you know, there's other things to look forward to in the summertime. 
Uh, well, yeah, in New York. Um, yeah. What is it? Uh, Washington Square Park. So obviously we did a mic yesterday. Uh, Washington Square Park now is just like it, it, <laughs> how do I explain this? It's just like it's like a psychedelic trip. Like yeah. you're in there, and listen, I'm from New York. When I was, you know, a much younger man, I used to hang out in in uh, you know Washington Square Park a little bit too. Uh, it was never this crazy, just in terms of excuse me, just in terms of like, there's people with booths set up to just like smoke weed. Yeah. Like before it was filled with drug dealers. Yeah. Like now it's like 22 year olds with like free pot. Like what the fuck is happening? You know? Well, it's right by NYU. So all the NYU kids are back. And I mean, we haven't experienced this in a few years because of pandemic. It's actually, that's not true. Washington square park was really like in the new, in the post, like every other day because some shit was going down in Washington Square Park. But uh, all the kids are back. All the students are around. So it was like tarot card reading, pot, like sell, selling pot. Some guy like free philosophy conversation. That's like obviously not actually. It was just like bullshitting. Yeah. Some woman in a wedding dress. Remember what? See, you looked at. She, she was just creepily walking around. She looked like the bride from from uh, from Beetlejuice. That's terrifying. You know, the one, you know, uh, Delia. Yeah. Look like actually no, not Delia. Delia's mom, because mm. you know Delia's mom had the white dress on. Yeah, Delia had the red dress on. Okay, pretty badass if you yeah. ask me. But anyway, yeah, she looked like uh, like the ghost of Frank and Weenie, like one of those characters. <laughs> yeah, like something out of Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she looked was scary. a little nutty. Um, but yeah, everybody was out. The fountain was on. It was like very um New York esque in that sense. It felt nice to be there. Um, and then of course somebody had to go into the fountain listen you go in that you listen you're you're either homeless <laughs> or you're not a new yorker if yeah. you go inside that fountain you go inside that fountain dude you i mean listen you either die instantly or now you're immune to everything just because of the water yeah saying. you're yes. you are literally yes. reinforcing your immune system you can't get anything i mean, I mean yeah Monkeypox, you spit in the face of monkeypox yeah. if you get that water on you. Isn't it something that New York, like we, they do, like people do when it's really hot out, like really, really hot out, that they all go and like the gut, they can go into the fountain and sure, like nobody's gonna stop them. Yeah, you know, like what police officers gonna be like, hey, dirty New Yorkers, don't go into filthy water. Like yeah. nobody cares. Yeah, no, but like sometimes people do that. I mean, you know, so it was one lone person yesterday just like cooling off. It wasn't even that. It was like. It was not that hot. It was not that hot. It, it was not. It was a little uncalled for. But. Uh, he was no. dramatic. He was wearing a polo and flip flops. He was I like, mean, come on. Like running his face and his hair through the through the water. Like he was like in a commercial. And yeah. I was like, all right, Herbal Essence isn't going to hire you. So chill out. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody's looking to go viral. Exactly. That's really what At it is. At all times. Like everybody is under the lens right now. That's something that I think, though, too, is that some of it felt a little like people were just everyone's like playing a character, right? There's a guy like sitting on a fold out table, like on like typing on a typewriter. And I'm like, is this where you feel more, most creative? Like in the middle of a park on like, a typewriter? Like, what are you, Allen Ginsberg? Like, why yeah. are you doing that? Throwback. It's yeah. so ridiculous. I just, yeah, felt it felt very like, um, I don't know. Everyone's trying to be cool in their own right. Everybody, listen, I, we've come to this point. I mean, look, Andy Warhol said it. In the future, everyone's going to have their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. And he predicted it like yeah. 35 years ago. So yeah. 
it's that that's literally what's happening yeah and, and it's it's that thing i know we're getting like this isn't funny but like whatever <laughs> we'll bring it back we'll yeah, lighten yeah. it up what is it no i think um it, it's that thing where you know how scientists do experiments where they observe an occurrence that happens yeah. and it literally changes the result because they they're observing the occurrence mm -hmm. that's literally what's happening right now in everyone's lives because we all have cameras in our pockets yeah so it's just we're always being observed yeah that's true we're always i mean we're always on we always feel like we need to be on and you know i think also being in the mindset to like record and capture all the time is like they're trained to do they don't really know younger people don't know anything else we're talking younger like mid early 20s like obviously teenage kids but yeah like for me i i walk around and i realize like there's so many times after the fact that i'm like oh i should have taken a photo of that I should have taken a video of that you know like for this podcast i've like so many times like i've eaten something and i was like that was so good and then i'm like fuck i should have recorded it or i should have oh like my God. there's so many times but it for me it's not top of mind it's not a reflex like it is for younger younger generations or younger kids or younger people i'll say uh it's for me i'm like way late always because it's not something i grew up with yeah i mean yeah i mean same same yeah. like i'm the worst like as much as I love this podcast, I am the worst that like, oh yeah, I have to remember, I have a food podcast. I know. I have a comedy food podcast. Yeah. I should record some things. And like, yeah. I'll record, it seems like I record, I, I barely do it. And maybe I'll take like one snapshot just because I'm still, I'm, I'm a grown man and I'm embarrassed to take pictures of food. Meanwhile, girls are setting up whole photo shoots for their lasagna that they ordered. I know, right. At the pizzeria. And I'm over here nervous. I'm like under the table, barely flipping up my phone to like take a picture because I'm like embarrassed that they're going to be like, what's this bald middle-aged dude taking a picture of food for? Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like, well, I do have a food podcast. Do I have to yeah. tell people that? Like, do I have to say, hi, everyone? You may or may not be judging me right now, but I have a food podcast and I got to take a picture of these clams. Yeah, it's a strange thing. It's a strange uh, world we live in now, but that's it. We live in a very Instagram, TikTok world and we have to getting better at it you're better at it than i am i'll say you're more on top of it um because all those videos on our instagram comedy child pod i mean i am gen z you are so you are gen z I'm stuck in a millennial z. body no 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 i am the face of gen z oh well the face needs to shave i don't so. know I, I don't know if you, <laughs> we are on video you, you want to know i i look like <laughs> listen i look like every race okay you do. i look you like do. i look like the future the fu I, yes i am the future uh my my pronouns are all of them <laughs> my pronouns are everyone <laughs> exactly i ha i have no hair because yeah. i don't need to identify with anything i love that okay yeah. i'm like the default character in a video game mm -hmm. you're where they start yeah i'm like literally <laughs> where you start and then they have to add shit in and then they're just like all right let's make them a little lighter mm -hmm. or a little darker mm -hmm. let's make the eyes a little bit closer mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. that's hilarious yeah yeah no i agree sure we'll call that that that's yeah, a bit I'm, I'm default i'm there the default go. character mm -hmm. that's I, that actually all right, we just made a bit. Yeah. Right, anyway, fine. That's, I'll, I'll, I mean, that's what I work yeah. on that. Coming to an open mic near you. Yeah. Speaking of open mics, this is a good transition. We had a good week with open mics this week. Um, we're almost towards the end of the week. So we saw, well, obviously we do them like almost every day. Yeah. Um, but Monday we went to um, Grove 34, which is kind of new. We're sort of putting that in the rotation. That's in Astoria. That's a cool spot. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, it's a lot of comics from the city, yeah. you know, uh, but, you know, just like, you know, whatever, man, when you start making your rounds, 
in any comedy circuit, you're going to run into the same people eventually. And also, too, it's good to kind of like branch out a little bit because then you meet other comics that are doing the thing. Yeah. You also find the local crazies that know where the mic is. So mm-hmm. they go up in their shtick, whatever yeah. that is. So it's, uh, I don't know, man. It, it, it's interesting that we're like in this, we're still in like that beginning stage, like underbelly comedy. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody, every, here's the thing, right? And not to romanticize it because trust me, it's gritty and it kind of sucks. But it does temper you. Like, you know what I mean? It tempers you in steel. Like, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, getting better, just dealing with maniacs and you're trying to break through and make people laugh, right? Yeah. Um, I'm starting to forget my point. But the thing is, it's like, you know, it, uh, yeah, it's just interesting to, to, to work your stuff out in front of all these different characters. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think Queen scene is a little it's it's similar to the Manhattan scene in terms of comics. So we run into a lot of the same people. We saw a lot of the same people, which is pretty cool, because um, when you see them, it's just like seeing your friends. Right. You're like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Yeah. You know, checking you shooting the shit and whatever. But I want to talk about what happened at this mic, because every now and again, this happens at any mic, but uh-huh. anywhere. But like every now and again, you get like a crazy person or like kind of a character out of the box character um who's not really in comedy at all but they just happened upon the mic somehow yeah you know like we've gotten a few times of that at eastville where somebody you know um and eastville there a lot of the mics are available to sign up like online like any regular person can do it um so sometimes we we get like um people that were like hey you're a little you're a little cray cray maybe you should go um oh that's happened a few times yeah yeah uh are you talking about the dude that brought a a, like a big golf bag like the guy that brought the giant bag and slept in the back to the one to the my to my my no to grove to grow no 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 oh yeah i think that's the point you were trying to get yeah no no i was i didn't know if you were going to talk about eastville at all but like i yeah i bring to bring it back around sorry uh is uh the guy on monday apparently i didn't he was sleeping for a while i noticed him he was like we were all sitting in in these chairs just waiting for the mic to start and then i noticed like right after the mic started he was like sleeping in the chair and i guess at some point early on in the mic there was like a loud noise that was coming from there was like a like a like a humming or something something loud right and the host of the mic gets on his his mic in the back and says hey does anybody know what that humming is like can you take care of it like whatever it is it sounded very kind of ominous like nobody knew what it was and suddenly it was right behind us which was awesome yeah which was cool i was really excited for that was a twist that i was like oh we're in the splash like we're in the danger zone yeah well i mean listen the guy the way he looked and the way his bag was I'm pretty sure it wasn't an explosion, but definitely like a Joker-esque device. Like somehow gas so is going to leak into the room. Yeah. We're all going to die laughing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like something the Joker would do or like the Riddler. Yeah. And the know, way he a was. A bag full of spiders. Like there's something like he would yeah. do something devious. Yeah. Yeah. And the host was like, hey, can you like take care of that? And he's like, oh, it's fine. And we're like, what? Like he just felt he just addressed it by like not addressing it. And that was, I think made everybody super uncomfortable like what the fuck is that that's making so much noise and then he went to the back he got up he turned around went to the bag like behind right behind us so we're in the last row and he just sat on it he was like is that better and we're like what yeah turn you know he went on stage did he yeah what yeah how how do you know this for real well i talked to a few comics the next day um, oh and they were like 
there he went up he was coherent apparently it wasn't funny but he was coherent because the thing is in new york whenever you see somebody crazy you're just thinking like they're on drugs or something you know to yeah. that effect and they're in they're they're kind of incomprehensible but this guy apparently went up and like did time like didn't do well but like so, that, you know okay all so. right i mean I thought that wasn't the case because like nobody knew who he was besides that one guy that was like, yeah, I ran into this guy at the bar and, and I brought him and I was like, huh? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, look, you got a lot of time when you're homeless. So sure. I wouldn't be surprised. He was just like, I'll just go on stage real quick. Well, I also think too, like literally anybody can. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, Oh, it's OK. Uh, Literally anybody can come like i said to a mic or like be into comedy or say whatever so yeah some other comic or some some guy brought him in um but yeah apparently he that's all i got like it was it yeah. ended up being i think anticlimactic i thought there was gonna be like a whole thing and he was gonna go like, lose his shit on people or whatever no but no I, it was uh, very tame yeah no listen it was it, it is what it was but you know I, the one thing that i don't like is when the crazy person is sitting right behind me and then every comic before I go up oh, is just yeah. inciting this dude to enact violence. Yeah. And the guy's behind me. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, like, give it a, like... Yeah. That was a little like, rough. Read the room. Yeah. Read the room. See, you know, like, the dude is behind somebody. That's what I'm noticing, too. Like, I think that we, when something like that happens or something striking happens in the room, obviously, everybody's going to want to talk about it. But there's a certain point, too, when you're dealing with people who are crazy. And I think this is something in uh, New York, especially, or in life that you kind of have to know is like, don't re-engage with them. You have to disengage just because eventually now you're just it becomes you just kind of like poking at them and prodding for a reaction. Yeah. And after a while, you're just like, OK, like enough of this because it's not helping or they're not responding. It's just like not it's not going anywhere. It just looks like you're just trying to like, you know, um, like get something get a reaction and that's not after a while it just becomes kind of boring and and then we were waiting to go actually the comic before me did it pretty heavily wanted to really lean into this dude and i'm like it's kind of going south a little bit and i'm like fuck i'm next <laughs> like yeah. how do i pick it up from there like from a comic standpoint you're like i the now all of the momentum is relying on this whole interaction right for the most part and I'm like, do I keep going? Do I do something different? Like, do I, I chose to change it up. I needed to just do my material. Yeah. So just, you know, the lesson to the story is just uh, be prepared for anything. Be prepared and then like, don't like, don't give crazy people that much attention. Cause you, you know, well, you know, what's funny, right? As I, I'm, I, as we hope progress, get on more and more and more shows is like, you know, you're going to trade, like, you're going to trade off like pure crazy for like pure drunk oh, incoherent yeah. people. Yeah. So there is no it gets better. Yeah, it just gets <laughs> it different. Get it better. just gets different. It gets different. <laughs> That's all it is. I mean, drunk people I feel like might be a, not easier in the sense, but it's again, it's a different approach. Like at least like you know, get them some what like that's not their normal mental state. Mentally crazy people are like that all the time. Like they're off. Wait, are you trying to say crazy people are crazy? yeah wait, wait wait hold on a second breaking how do you identify wait how do you could you identify when they're crazy okay versus when they're crazy versus when they're crazy <laughs> <laughs> oh know. my god say crazy one more time yeah 
Uh, I, but yeah, I think if you just say things twice, it just sounds like I, I, I think it's funny when people try to make something sound philosophical, like mm-hmm. when they just say something twice. Yeah. You know, like, like I just it did. is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like what? You just said the same yeah. thing two times. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And yet it was very profound. Yeah. I, I hope it hit home. Mm-hmm. Changed my life. Um, yeah. Monday was so Monday was good. Tuesday. Listen, I was I had a packed day on Tuesday. Uh my a uh, solid mic that we co-produce and then i had a show and usually by the time i get to hosting have you ever, you've well you've had like a little bit of a run of like back-to-back shows and things like that do you ever feel like you lose momentum a little or you're like you're losing steam no okay great just me very good no i'm i'm literally like i'm i'm like a i'm like a puppy in terms of like if you were to leave the room I'd be like, oh, they're gone forever. And you could come literally right back. And I'm like, where have you been? Oh, my God. Where have you been? That's, That's the way I am with, like, audiences and stuff. That's Whatever. really funny. Every time I go into a room, I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, I'm, yeah. like, super, I'm, like, on. That's that's really great. I feel like that's um, that's a good place to be, especially if you're doing multiple shows or, like, doing, like, multiple, like, comedy. So I did a comedy uh, open mic and then a show back-to-back. And usually when I've done that before – around half like halfway through the show or in the beginning of the show towards like the the half i start to lose steam a little bit just because i get tired like of being on and you're used to being on a lot yeah i am not all the time so for me i try to like ebb and flow but this time was actually pretty good i felt like i kept my momentum i didn't try to do too much uh i conserved most of my hosting energy for the show and it was a good time yeah a good time um yeah man i mean i think you uh that's just that's just what it is you got to do with everything in life yeah it was kind of funny the other day when i was ready to go to work i'm pretty sure almost anyone can relate to this i was i was getting up and you know sometimes it's one of those days you wake up a little late Mm -hmm. right like you wake up a little late you didn't want to wake up that late You, you normally for me i like to wake up a little not too early but early enough that like i can chill for a little bit yeah before i have to like rev up and get ready for the day right and um it was one of those things where i just had a moment where i'm like oh god i don't have enough time to just like chill Mm. and then i'm gonna have to put the face on right for the next 11 hours until i come home and i take the skin off like mib (laughs) like men in black like this like the the, those roach people Mm -hmm. that that's legit what it felt like i was like oh man now i gotta be able to do my job and smile Mm -hmm. how can i help you whatever it is that i do Mm -hmm. you know or my boss that just whatever i mean i dealing with bosses just, every boss is the same by the way i don't care yeah. if they're cool or not cool but it doesn't matter that the point being is it was just one of those things where i was like god damn it i'm not ready for today yeah i agree i think there always needs to be a little point of recharging that's why at my job i don't have to do that as as much i have every now and then i'll have to like put on the face but i don't have to do it too often um especially now because i work remotely but that's just brutal to just be on for that long by the end yeah. you're just like i hate everything i hate everyone yeah because you know it's like you're at your job so you have work face Ugh. you have the work mask and then when you're done and you're outside you're outside you're not home so now you got to put the outside face mm-hmm. and that outside face has to be like all right no this is nice at least i'm not working this is cool but i still have to be yeah in society like yeah. you know what i mean i can't just yeah. be like my complete complete self right 
And then that's when I come home and then, you know, this yeah. is my demon horns kind of come out and then I just, I relax, yeah. you know, I put on lipstick or whatever it is that I, I, I do. I love that. Yeah. You just put it all, you put it around your mouth. You don't put it on your lips. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you decompress. <laughs> that's scary. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. um, oh man. And I was, uh. I mean, obviously my voice is getting, it's, it's, it's almost there. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. It was COVID. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't COVID, but I, I had to self-diagnose myself, right? It was one of those things where I'm such a, like, I look, people talk about toxic masculinity, right? About other people, meaning mm -hmm. like toxic masculinity affecting other people. No, my toxic masculinity affects me right i'm old school toxic i'm like oh uh, i have a growth coming out of my eye it'll just go away like you know yeah. what i mean oh with enough God. rest and water i'll be fine yeah that was me literally a, a, like last week where all of a sudden i couldn't even talk and i was like god damn it i was getting headaches i thought i had covid i took a test i was negative and then eventually I just started Googling symptoms, which is, of course, how you diagnose yourself. That's, that's how, how doctors it. get their degrees. That's I don't how, know if you know that. Yeah, Google. Yeah. And then I just I just was going down the list. And the one that matched mine the closest <laughs> was just bronchitis. And I that's was like, funny. and I was like, all right, this is probably the one. Mm -hmm. And I went, let's see what happens. And then I just like. That's how it is, though, because yeah. the thing is, what are you going to go to a doctor? They're going to take a bunch of, well, I don't know. They're going to take a bunch of tests and they'll probably would have probably would have told you the same thing. And then you get a fat bill for like exactly. $800. You Googled it. You told me you're like, I Googled it. All the symptoms match. It's bronchitis. And I was like, OK, yeah, <laughs> yeah and I didn't challenge it or like think maybe you should still go to a doctor. I was like, no, like that sounds like it's what it is. Yeah. And at this point, it's it seems like I mean, those symptoms it could be, we thought COVID, the flu, like I, and so many people were getting sick that strep throat, like it could have been any of those things. Yeah. But it's like, what are you going to do? You know, it's kind of like, I don't know if this ever, if you ever noticed this, like if you're ever sick and you have whatever symptoms, like a cough, let's just yeah. say, right? Like for me, it's been a cough for like days now. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, and then you go ahead and then when you're like in the street and then somebody else coughs from like across the street, you're like, they have it too. Oh yeah. It, yeah. It's like, it's like very like 28 days later mentality. <laughs> like you have the sickness, yeah, like you have spreading. the sickness. Yeah. And, yeah. Then you're, and then you're listening to the cough the same way somebody that listens to automobiles. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that's a Ferrari F-150. Yeah. Like you just know yeah. like what F-150 yeah. is actually like, that's a, a pickup bronchitis truck. cough. I can tell. Yeah, unless it's a Ferrari pickup truck that that's I don't know about, but yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. I um what was I gonna say? I I every time somebody coughs in public, now my reaction is like I, I like wince back a little. I'm like, ew, gross. Get away from them. Not because I'm like judging them, but it's just like where we like there's so many it's everything is contagious now. Like everybody can get anything, especially with COVID. So you just have to be a little bit more critical critical Yo, you know of everybody what's what's more gross oh boy a cough or a sneeze mm, i think a cough you think a cough is because is a sneeze could also here's the thing a sneeze could also just be like you can just have a one-off sneeze like it's funny when i was like i'll be home visiting my family and like my dad's more the hypochondriac but like if i sneeze one time he's like did you take a pill i'm like or did you take medicine? I'm like, for what? I sneezed one time. Just like something made yeah. me sneeze in the air. Like, I it. just walked into a spider web. That's it. Like it could be something silly or it could be allergies, whatever. I think that's a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's as uh, 
serious as like a cough a cough because also with some coughs like you hear like how oh, bad ew. it is like you like you could literally hear yeah. like the phlegm rattling around yeah. ra- rattling around in their lungs yeah. i'm and like, like i can Ugh. tell from here your respiratory system is bad all right here's here's where i'll actually disagree with you sure i think sneezes are more disgusting oh yeah. you want to know why they're wet they're oh, really yeah. wet and they linger in the air. I mean, yeah, if people don't know how to like, if they're projectile sneezing. Like my thing is like <laughs> the way I look at it is like, let's just say you're walking down the block yeah, and somebody's walking in like the opposite direction, mm-hmm. like towards you. If they cough, it actually doesn't bother me that much because I'm like, oh, okay, it's just from the mouth. It's kind of concentrated, you know, whatever. There's something about a sneeze. I'm like, I'm going to walk into a cloud of their mouth mucus nose mist and it's disgusting it drives me up the wall like that's my pet peeve i hold my breath but it doesn't matter because all those droplets stick to your face i don't know i feel like with sneezing it's like can you tell i'm hypochondriac yeah are you yeah (laughs) no i'm really not i'm really not yeah certain things though like it's like a no you try to walk right through it you're gonna be fine um yeah i actually breathe in when i'm walking past it because i'm like you know let's go i don't know i feel like a sneeze like if you if you like that's something you can control a little bit more with a cough like it's also just way more audible like when you hear somebody really cough it's like fuck man you couldn't control that like that had to come out well yeah you you listen to how deep it is i've seen it i've been back to subway for a second like it'll be like a quiet car and most people are still masking especially now they're still masking so one person will cough somewhere porn search what masking masking Look it up. I'm into masking. Oh, I bet you there's porn with there, masks on. There has on. to be. There has to be. Um, if there isn't, what are we? What are we doing? Um, yeah. Quiet subway car because everyone's like tuned in to their own headphones or whatever. One person coughs and everybody turns around, like looks to see who it was because now everybody's on the alert. They're yeah. trying to like figure it out. I don't think it happens. Sometimes it happens with the sneeze, but I think it's more so with a cough because a cough I think is a, a signal of like a worse of being more sick than a sneeze yeah because the thing with a sneeze you know? it could totally come across as um allergies yeah which that's we what I said. all get super yep. common totally fine yeah there is something about a cough where mm-hmm. could something be stuck in your throat unless i see you eating a sandwich mm-hmm. you know and yeah. you're like or eating yeah. chips or something like that and i go all right that's probably just because you know a chip went yeah. down the wrong tube when you're just coughing for no reason, the way I want to cough right now, I'm mm-hmm. holding it down. I'm I'm holding back this cough so I bad. Can't you have no you. Idea. I will say you've done you've done super well holding in some coughs because I'm like, I would be. It's so uncomfortable when you hold in a cough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks, but no, I'm a psychopath. So the yeah. thing is, my mom. Here, here's the deal, right? I I owe so much to my mom because my mom is like the ultimate polite lady. Like she's so polite. I've I've told this to multiple people is like, my mom is so polite. She'll be in the desert and offered a glass of water. And she'd be like, no, thank you. I'm fine. Yeah. No, it's okay. No, no, no. I don't want to bop. No. Like she'll say no. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> there we go. <clears throat> Just get it out. Oh my God. This is, the, this is the best part of the podcast. <laughs> when you hear Mario's sickness leaving his body. Mm-hmm um no but anyway yeah so so that's the way that i am with stuff where i'll just i'll be like no i'm I'm fine no it's okay it's it's okay and it's like i am not okay i'm my eyeballs literally about to pop out my face yeah and we've been out and i've you know after you coughed and i'm like do you want a water and you're like no and i'm like drink water like you're coughing your lungs out yeah you know but i get it 
you know, you don't want to be a burden to people. No, yeah. definitely not. No. Yeah. Well, I think it's hard when you're sick. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you're on the men, which is good. Um, it seemed like, yeah, last week, though, was the week to be sick. Like, everybody got something. Um, probably just weather or whatever have you. But, um, yeah. Also, people are traveling. I don't know. I'm just talking bullshit now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, here's like... What are you, the CDC? You're like, oh, listen, you know, uh, some people aren't washing their hands. And uh, CDC released up updated guidelines about monkeypox. Yeah. They said be precautious. Oh, legit? That's a <laughs> something to that effect. Yeah, I haven't. I just saw the headline this morning. I got to read more into it. But they did release a little bit more of an advisory around monkeypox. Sure. Pox. Stay away from the person with giant black sores on their it's face. It's crazy. What yeah. are we talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's they're saying like. How, I, first of all, I know nothing about monkeypox. I don't know anything about it either, other than that when I first, when cases first started popping up like a few weeks ago, they were kind of surprised because it was not something that should be going to other countries or this country. Like it's, it, it was like something they thought it would countries. stay. Yeah, not that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Those we, are not my words. Yeah, listen, we don't we don't spread germs. We spread guns, baby. Oh Jesus. Okay. No. Well, anyway, yeah. Now we're gonna get canceled. God, guns, and country. Ugh. No monkey pox around here. That's There's not... no monkeys in the United States, okay. so there shouldn't be no monkey pox. Now feels like a good time to remind people this podcast is about the we're... liberals. <laughs> It's the liberals okay. and the immigration policies. We just, what we do they got orangutans. we material out. We make jokes. They got chimpanzees. We're not serious. Running the zoos. We just want to like, yeah, we just have to get the words out, but we don't really mean it. God bless America. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Yeah. Um, somewhere in there was the disclaimer. Um no, but apparently uh, uh, they they raised a little bit more precautious, precaution, precaution around it. Yeah, I had a stroke. This Sorry. You, you were trying to say precarious, precautious, and premeditated at the same time. At the same time, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you did. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's that's fun. What? Um, so other anything comedy wise that you wanted to? Did I miss anything from the week so far? No, man. Um, Working on some a uh, uh, couple new bits, uh, getting go. some pretty good feedback on them, and um, it just always—I mean, I'm pretty sure every single comic can say this—is uh, like it always feels good when you actually like have something and it's yep. got legs to it. It's got it's got some legs to it. It's got something, and you're like, all right, now all I gotta do is just make this better. Yep. You know, dare I say? Uh -huh. Dare I say? It is harder to make a really good joke at an open mic than at a show. Dare I say? Yes. And here's the deal. No dis no disrespect because I do want to get to that point, right? Like listen, I'd be lying if I said I don't want to get to the point that I'm like performing at the cellar, you know, four nights a week. Like sure. I'd be lying if I said that's not what I want, right? And granted, but there's but there's something about you trying to make like comedians that don't give a flying shit about what you're doing up there pay attention to you and laugh there's something to be said about that because you know i feel like audiences for the most part they are there to be entertained and they are there to have fun and i think that's if you know like how to manipulate that to a degree to a degree 
you can just have a good show with kind of even B material. Mm -hmm. Like you could at least have decent responses. You're not going to kill, of course not, but we all want to kill. That's the idea. But the point being is like, if you could actually create like good jokes at an open mic, like that's awesome. Yeah, I think so. Especially because you you put it in a good way. It's like a jury of your peers when you're going up. It's mostly other comics. They're mostly looking at their own material or criticize like like criticizing your material and being like, that's not funny. That's not funny. Sure. Just not laughing at anything. He paused when he shouldn't have paused. Exactly. Like they're literally looking at it from a total back of house. Yeah, exactly. And so when you can make them laugh, you know, you really have something. And again, that's not the goal so much at open mics. I think no. for the most part, it's just to say the words and get it out and practice it. Um, but if you practice it enough that you are making other comics laugh, like genuinely laugh, that's a good thing. We had, we were at, um, Black Cat and there was a few comics who like really, like it was a good room in general. Like everybody was having a good time. There's a few comics who did that too, who were just like fucking crushing up there. Yeah. Yeah. And it was awesome to see. So yeah, I think that's the goal. Um, it's funny. You kind of almost step out and you're like. I feel like an audience member now watching somebody exactly go yeah. up and just like do really well. Yeah. Even though like we know them and stuff, but just watching them do material and you're like, oh shit, that really works. That's awesome. You know, yeah. it's really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I had a show on Sunday actually at comedy mob for comedy mob. That was at New York comedy club. And that one, was an interesting one because I was like, I still don't know. Like, jury's still out if I did well or not, if I think I did well. Gotcha. I don't know. It's one of those, like, it's technically like a mic, but it's like a bringer mic. But there's, I do you ever feel like sometimes you're like, I don't know if I did good or not. Like, you just walk off and you're like, nah, I don't know how I feel. Um, so, I mean, I guess so. Like, for me, my gauge is like, all right, did I do okay? Like, did I do okay or did I do really well? Mm because a bomb i know a bomb when i when it when it happens mm-hmm. you know for for sure for sure especially when nobody's laughing for like a minute yeah like a full 60 seconds yeah which by the way i don't care what you do for a living go in front of a group of like 40 people and for 60 seconds talk and your whole goal is to make them laugh and they don't they're not doing that mm-hmm. and you're like okay i've already said four tags and a punchline nothing's hitting moving on you're like mm-hmm. you just gotta keep going forward keep going uh yeah no I, I mean so for me it's like as long as i'm getting some laughs consistently i'm like all right it's not a great but at least it's you know it's not a great set but at least i know i did something yeah you know what i mean like at least i know i i'm not walking off like oh that guy was terrible like mm-hmm. i may not be everybody's cup of tea but at least as long as i got a few people to like me i'm fine with that mm. yeah my bar's low <laughs> No, that seemed good. Yeah, I guess I just like sometimes I'm I'm like, I don't know, there's certain there were certain parts where too like there were punchlines that people didn't laugh at and then there were other parts that people did and you're just like, I don't know. Uh, But again, that's it depends on the crowd too, man. Like I I did a show like a week and a half ago uh, for Cuba Libre. Shout out to Paul Valdez. Shout out. I like those guys. Evan Hernandez and um, really cool room. Everything else. All right, I'm starting to kind of think about something else because when I when when I went up, first two things about the room, right? It was a great room. I like it. Uh really cool. It's actually inside of like a kayak club. Okay. <laughs> like for like the Gowanus Canal. And it's oh, cool. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, because they do like a charity thing. So it's nice. like whatever donations go back to like this like organization that takes care of the Gowanus Canal or That's whatever. That's awesome. That's cool. So, but 
first of all, the room was an eclectic group of like college age kids, like still in college. And then like almost senior citizens, like people like in their like mm-hmm. late, late fifties, early sixties. Right. And then, um, and then like some lesbians, like it was like a weird hodgepodge of people all white, by the way, like yeah. I was the ethnic, like, I feel like when they heard Cuba Libre, they were like, let's support the minorities. Sure. <laughs> That's the way sure. it felt, right? They're like, this is going to be a Mexican show. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They 100% thought, like, they thought that was going to happen. Yeah, like a mariachi situation was going to be happening. For sure. That's funny. And my comedy is, you know, I try to, like, not that I try to make it for everybody, but, you know, I try my best to just be funny. But, you know, listen, I got some, like, dude humor in there, and that's what it is, right? But anyway, so, like, I got, like, laughs, but it was fine. In the back, there was this giant. I mean, the largest sheet of tinfoil I've ever seen in my life. Okay. It must have been easily like 30 feet long by like 30 feet wide. And it like divided the room in the back. And whenever the wind blew, which was often, you could literally hear it. Uh, um, what is that? Wrestling? Not wrestling. Wrestling. Rus- rus- rustlings. Rustling. Yeah. I'm going to wrestle you. Yeah. It was rustling. And yo, it basically heckled me that it, to the point that I had to address it. And it won, by the way. It won every time. I love that. And yeah, I have a. I've. I put up a video on you. Like I cut a video and I put it on. Um, on Instagram, and towards the end of my like set, you hear it really loud, and it looks like as if somehow it's like fuzz. You know what I'm saying, right? When you record. Yeah. No, that was this large piece of tin foil for like the world's largest baked potato. That's like so I don't know hard. what it was for, but uh, that's my two cents. So, so it depends on the room. So like yeah. for instance. I, I, I got I got some okay laughs there. Like yeah. pretty good. Like they were an okay room. They they were all right. Um but really the next room that I went to right after that in Brooklyn, it was wild because it was mostly like minorities. Yeah. A couple of white people, but mostly minorities, black and Spanish, some Asian, and they had a blast. Yeah. Like they had no problem laughing. They had no problem holding back with some of the material that I was doing that may or may not be a little, you know, risque. Mm-hmm. And I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like people that are just like open to like, let's have fun. Like I know he's up there to kid or he's joking. Exactly. Yeah. No, the, for sure. And I think the thing is too, like I, when I went up on Sunday, I was like, I don't know what kind of crowd. I was kind of not sure. Like they were a little all over the place. There was like some people who I think were from out of town and then some people who were just, it was a bringer. So everybody was supporting some comic so they were there because their friend or whomever you know was was going on stage but um yeah i don't know it was very interesting and then uh like i said when you say a punchline that you're like oh this is really good like this should work and then like it doesn't you're like it didn't work like in my head i was like fuck it didn't work yeah but i mean again like a lot of the stuff was Always. new <laughs> yeah and you just have to keep you got to keep going but uh i think we're gonna transition to what we did after the mic on sunday because you came you were my bringer thank you for coming absolutely it's always good for um comics to come in but um this is a food podcast as well so we can do a quick like oh we yeah didn't do too, we didn't do too much food wise this week because we we're running around but i did want to shout out which will come up in a future episode that we're doing. We've that we're in the plan like four episodes. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's coming. Um, Big Wong's. Goddamn we went, right. We passed by. You were like, let's get, let's get, like take out real quick, you know. And I was like, sure, I can take some some soup home. And I got the wonton soup, and it was amazing. 
the broth was so good and i really did not i wanted to hate it i really did Listen. Or just be like, it's, I'm like this, I want to just be like, this tastes like every other wonton soup, but it didn't. It Their was wonton really good. soup, legit, 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't even critique it. Like, I couldn't even tell you, eh, it needs a little, no. No. <laughs> it doesn't need anything. It was really good. It really, it's made, it's like homemade. You feel like yeah. it's, it's not like uh, your run of the mill Chinese. It was, um, and they're like real wontons too. Um, with like shrimp thin, and pork. Yeah. Like the thinner dough with shrimp and pork in it. Um. The only thing, and I'll say this. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about this. No noodles. I mean, no um. Oh, like no pork strips. Pork strips. Yeah. Sometimes wonton soups have See, strips. Of- nah, bro. See, that's the <laughs> nah. That's um, the so, hood stuff. That's I the mean, hood stuff. Yeah. Like you're expecting hood at, at, at that's Chinatown. Okay. Okay. Chinatown. That's why. That's what it is. What well, it is. I, you know, I like those. The pork strips and everything else. And the like, little crunchy noodles. Yeah, no, I hear you. But again, that's like, like, shut up. (laughs) Like, nah, it's too good. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't really need to be messed with at all. Those are just two things that I was like, oh, this would probably have made it good for me. But again, I'm a trash human being that likes hood Chinese, apparently. Yeah, exactly. But no, it was really great. It was really good. So um, Big Wong's will show up in a future episode again. What was the other? We were thinking of like a battle thing or something like that. Yeah, what it was, was Wohop versus Big Wongs. No, 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 not that. There was a different one. I know that one. Oh, We've already said that. Like, I don't know. We've said that 40,000 times to the point that if we say it one more time, we better just do the episode. We're going to do the episode. We are. <laughs> like, I it's can't just, stand it. Yeah. Oh, he can't. Okay. We're going to do I it. I can't stand you. I can't even. Okay. Okay. This podcast is And it all over. comes out. It all okay, we're having separate revealed. podcasts now. That's no, fine. Um, I forgot what it was. <laughs> you like the Big Wong podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call that Big Big Wong Mario. Oh God. Okay, I don't. If it's Wong, I don't want to be right. This is so stupid. <laughs> uh, um, use that on stage. That's gonna kill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for setting me up. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, no, I don't know what other battle you're talking about. Uh, I'm sure we talked about it, but again, like. Uh, it's not coming to mind, but I feel like we we have. Yeah. So now I remember. Okay. Uh, we need to like we should go interview strangers. Oh yes. And just okay. and just ask them quick questions yeah. like, would you like this or would you like that? Yeah. I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. You know, even though for all four listeners, one of them might you know my mom steal mm-hmm. this idea. But yeah, be like, hey, would you like this or like that? Yeah. All food related. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I think we'll so we'll start do to do that over the summer um cool yeah we ran out of time but that's fine uh but yeah. listen guys thank you guys for listening yep. okay this is the comedy chow podcast uh i'm mario pisano i'm natalie g you could follow us at comedy chow pod on instagram tiktok your mom's house i don't know not, not your mom's house like the production company which oh, would be no. cool huh? yes that would be awesome what's up segura where um, can they find you on instagram brother. real fast you can find me at um funny colors comedy i gotta change that i'm over it but it's funny colors comedy at instagram uh mario the actor on tiktok there you go. i'm not really good at seo or streamlining things Uh, you can find me on instagram natalie does comedy i'm not on tiktok and i'm going to continue to not stay on tiktok but comedy chow is on tiktok so please follow you can also email us comedychowpod at gmail.com for any suggestions uh for food comedy stuff things topics for us to talk about we'll take a look at it and and bring it up hell yeah 100 percent. yeah thanks for coming my little strawberries yeah we'll talk take care bye